Hello, and welcome to Off Chain with Jimmy Song. I have some very special guests here today um, that, that, that did some incredible stuff with charitable giving in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, joining me today are uh, John, uh, who, is, uh, who is a developer for uh, Pinkcoin. Hello. Um, Danny, uh, who is one of the founders of Pinkcoin. Uh, wait, I gotta un un unmute you first. There you go. Hi, thanks for having us on the show, Jimmy. Yeah, good to have you here. And uh, and Miss Coin Artist Marguerite. Hello. Good to see you too. All right. Um, so anyway, it's it's been uh, you know a crazy month and a half for all of you guys. It's it's you guys have been like raising money for practically everything. It seems like so. Um, but before we get to that, uh, Danny, why don't you just tell us a little bit about Pinkcoin and uh, why why you founded this whole cryptocurrency? Yeah, so um, Pinkcoin was founded in May of 2014. Been around the block and then some. Um, we saw a use case for for charitable giving. It just wasn't around in the in this space. Like I don't know if I'm sure you were around, Jamie, and I'm sure. I know Marguerite and John were, and I'm sure some of your your viewers were around, but it was just all about um, pump and dumps and and the newest features and and just trying to get rich quick back in the day. So there was a very unique opportunity that presented itself, and we seized it. Um, found that there was an incredible branding opportunity with the color pink. It's the universal color of compassion, and we really wanted to do something that was different to set us apart and to to give back and to help people out that were truly in need. And so uh, myself and Jeremy Redinger and Brian Benner and Devin Penner-Woke and uh, somebody who's no longer with us with the team, Sony Sassencan, founded Pinkcoin um, with this vision in mind that we could promote social impact and, and uh, social good on the blockchain and do something unique while being profitable to stakeholders and and those who and believed in the coin as investors so uh, that's that's where the roots of Pinkcoin are, are founded okay oh, great great uh, and you guys obviously have been doing a lot of uh, charitable giving in the last month and a half especially Marguerite can you tell us a little bit more about like what how you choose your uh, charitable giving and what you have on the roadmap going forward well so these last group fundraisers we just did were spontaneous, right? Because they were natural disasters. So Pinkcoin is working on building up our coins in the donate for life pools, which is kind of how we give. Oh. So what we did spontaneously was we. Oh. What? What's wrong? Uh, the the internet is not. Uh, can you turn off your video? I think uh, it, it's stuttering a little bit. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, that's better. Um. So, so we did spontaneous uh, fundraisers and didn't use our Pinkcoin tech to do that because we're still in the process of building up how we work as a project, which is um, we have these pools that produce streams of revenues to other nonprofit organizations. But what we just did was a cryptocurrency space-wide fundraiser for the two hurricanes that came through. And um, 
and you, you know that's not like that's not depending on the Pinkcoin tech as much as it's about the partnership and networking that Pinkcoin is really advocating right now to push forward the social impact movement that's happening right now in the blockchain space. So we're a big advocate for that, and we don't think that it needs to just be one project in the in the spotlight. So we saw a whole bunch of projects come forward and come to aid um, when we were doing this fundraiser. It was really cool and inspiring. Um, but going forward, yeah, we have we have lots of the roadmap is extensive. So I mean, do you, do you want to just jump into that right now? <laughs> well, we can, but let's uh, let's, let's talk that. about the uh, the past uh, fundraisers and sort of like what what you guys did with Hurricane Irma, especially. Uh, yeah, uh, like wh how, what what prizes uh, you know did you get, and who's won them, and do you want do you guys want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, sure. Um, let me jump in. I know your internet's kind of bad, Marguerite, but yeah. So we had a, a website that we kind of spontaneously threw up, as Marguerite had mentioned, relief.with.pink, and we were able to raise in about thirty six hours fifty one hundred dollars for Hurricane Harvey's. Um, Houston SPCA, which was uh, helping rescue those animals that were trapped after Hurricane Harvey. And then, as you all know, Hurricane Irma came like immediately afterwards and, and uh, impacted a bunch of nation states or nation uh, islands as well as Florida. So we were able to raise roughly $21,000 for uh, Hurricane Irma relief and gave those donations split up amongst... Uh, disasterphilanthropy.org, directrelief.org, and the Habitat for Humanity. And mm. as a way, as a cool way to gamify the giving process, we awarded prizes. And um, so one of our advisors to the Pinkwine Project is Colin Crypto, at Colin Crypto on Twitter. And he donated to us this amazing uh, pro top prize, which he has this wonderful... Um, trading group that is highly sought after but closed currently. It's called Gambit Trading Group, and um, there's a coin behind it, Gamcoin, or Gambitcoin, G-A-M as the as the um, ticker. And so he awarded a exclusive prize of, of a, a lifetime membership to this Gam Trading Group, as well as a, an hour consult consultation with him one on one, which really drove a lot of people to donate larger amounts so they could win that prize. Secondly, um, the largest donor of Pinkcoin got this, got the first edition of this Pink Pie staking machine, which is in development for us, that will be released shortly to the public. And the largest community uh, donation was uh, was Pinkcoin. We had the ge most generous coin on the blockchain, um, and you were so generous to give us this platform that we're we're using now to speak about Pinkcoin. And so we gamified um, giving. And we're able to raise significantly more for Hurricane Irma than we were for Hurricane Harvey. But that was kind of what we've been up to in the most recent uh, weeks. Yeah. So I, you guys are obviously on the show because of this fundraiser. And I, I can't well, believe you like guys. To, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, $21,000. That's a, that's a lot of money. Um, do, we, do we know like sort of what sort of impact that's going to have? Or, or um, you know, like, uh, I guess, Habitat for Humanity, obviously, they're going to build rebuild homes and stuff um any sort of specific has the money been transferred over or is it in the process what's what's no our our uh we worked with bitrix exchange mm -hmm. to um they escrowed the funds they held all the wallets and they actually were kind enough to donate on our, on our behalf and they have donated the funds to all three of those uh charities and 
what what they do with the funds um the charities is your my best guess we just know that we vetted them and they are the among the best in terms of how much what percentage of donations they actually use toward um toward the causes and disaster philanthropy and direct relief and habitat for humanity are incredible organizations and we have full confidence after our vetting process that they're going to use all or most if not all of the funds directly for um, helping those in need that were affected with by this uh, by these natural disasters okay great great um, and John you're you're sort of like uh, you know sort of here to answer a lot of the technical questions but you you um, have a very interesting story on how you came into Bitcoin and crypto and all this other stuff can you tell us a little bit more about that okay yeah so I sort of took the not so straight line that I Oh boy. So I don't know about any of this stuff. I've been making, unless you're asking me about black holes and Fortran coding, I'm, I've been making it up since like 2008. <laughs> and so pretty much I did my PhD, then I went and was a programmer for NASA for a little while, for a hedge fund for a little while, a couple startups. And then I was at this company or conformal where we were doing a secure backup and people don't like paying for backup or People don't like backing up at all, apparently. <laughs> so we got into the Bitcoin thing because, um, you know, it was just the next place to go. And, you know, we ended up writing BTCD and BTC Suite and all that. So, you know, it was just almost an accident that, the you know, it was always sort of on my list of something I want to look into, but never did until the job wanted it. Did BTC Suite, um, was, you know, one of the first devs on Decred. Hmm. Still, them try to you know stay somewhat involved with them, and you know got a full time job doing blockchain stuff elsewhere, and now I'm with uh, Pink too. Because what what about. did you do at NASA exactly? So I worked for this a mission for the Fermi satellite. So it was a gamma ray space telescope, mm. and we were the ones who we got the data. We did some of the post processing. We made it uh, searchable for. In theory, for anyone, because part of the thing was anything that came out of us was supposed to be open source and open to anyone, but not too many people look at gamma ray data. That's pretty much <laughs> just gamma ray astronomy. Right. Uh, uh, on this network, we've competed against NASA's live feed in the past, and, uh, and sometimes we've beaten them, other times we have not. Um, a lot of the people that are in the chat box right now, they've gone over there and sort of trolled them. So it's it's interesting that you've come over from there. Um, so what sort of technical things are you um, are, are you planning for Pink Pinkcoin? So I think the sort of most important or interesting or something like that. I'm not sure I know how to distinguish between the two anymore. <laughs> um, you know, mobile wallet is at, you know absolutely real mobile wallet. You know. Vital. Mm -hmm. Not the hosted types, or you know, but a real mobile wallet is super, super important. And you know, someone is working very hard on that. We really want to get in on um, the atomic swaps that Decred and Litecoin and uh, some of those people have. So we, you know, been sort of planning for. We are short one opcode for that. Which opcode are you missing? Um, it's the what? It's the um, the CLTV one. Okay. I always forget the. Okay. Check lock time verified. Yeah. Yeah. I forget the full name of it, but you know, mm -hmm. we're we're missing that opcode. But the coin that we, you know, some coins that we're descended from, 
code-wise have it. So while it still works to add an opcode, it's not like we're it's not like it's something completely out there. And I mean, in the semi-technical front, I'm sort of very interested in just trying to make things a little easier for not for users, for developers. Mm. In the sense that, like, you know, we need to, you know, make our packaging for Debian and Ubuntu better. We need to just the things that make it easier for a dev, or you know, make testnet a little more obvious. Things to make it easier to get a dev on board and doing stuff and you know, being able to go and do the things they're interested in rather than the, oh, how do I set this up again? How do I get started? How do I compile this? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that that tends to be like a big thing with developers is uh, you, you need to get them set up quickly and have good documentation and stuff. Right. You don't want to spend all that time on that. You, you need people to be able to hack on code before they get bored of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I, that that's actually one of the ones I care about most right now, even though that's semi-technical, almost. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's more setup than anything else, right? But um, so, yeah, yeah. So, Marguerite, uh, where where can you tell us a little bit more about like, sort of what plans you have, sort of charitable roadmap that you might want to talk about a little bit? Well. I so currently, we're sticking to two groups. Um, the way our pool, our directive pool is set up, we have different. Um, there's different pools. So we have a charity, and we have a relief, and we have an education. And currently, the relief is working on. Um, we're bulking up those numbers so that next natural disaster will have funds to push. And then the education, we have. The um, Zwischenraum, I think is how you pronounce it. It's a school in Switzerland. It's a Swiss Montessori school that we're currently sticking to. Um, they're teaching children about blockchain tech, and they're actually working with Pinkcoin, and their children are staking Pinkcoin. And they're really excited about the mobile wallet that's coming. So um, that's exciting for us because we have, we're just making a post tonight, actually. We interviewed the school headmaster. Um, and their experience so far about working with us. And then for the charity, we have our cardiac kids and our children with congenital heart disease and their families. And, um, you know, they have to go through a series of heart surgeries. So those funds are going to, and Danny, you might be able to speak about that a little better. Um, you guys have a personal relationship with the founder of that yeah, um, so Brian Benner uh, at Crypto Rocks on Twitter and uh, in our Slack channel, he um, is one of our co-founders and he knows Jeff, the founder of Cardiac Kids, and he got us a partnership with them and their main mission, actually his daughter suffered from congenital heart disease and his their main mission is to help fund those um, I mean, if you have if you're born with congenital heart disease, there's no cure. It's it's you are doing maintenance throughout your life. You are having open heart surgeries, um, at least ten of them on average uh, throughout your life. So, um, cardiac kids acts as kind of like a subsidy for those people to get open heart surgery throughout their life. And so, Jeff was directly affected. He started this foundation, and we've been connected with Jeff for about a year or so, and we've just started um, donate for our donate for life concept when we swapped our new blockchain um, in March, I believe. Yeah, March, end of March. 
And so he's, they've been the main, the first and primary recipient of our charity fund. And so um, they've been a great partner for us. They helped. Um, we actually went out to their, their charity golf tournament in June, like nine of, of our developers and development team members went out there. And then we went to, they had a friends and family barbecue at the end of the last end of July. Um, actually, sorry, end of August. And we went out there and uh, partnered with them and kind of showcased pink a little bit. And, so they've been our, our first uh, first recipient of our charity fund to kind of help us shake the shake the rust off and work out some kinks. And they've been a great partner for us, and they've really enjoyed um, what we're doing and being on the cutting edge of this technology. So um, that's kind of how we got involved with them. It was all uh, Brian Benner. Shout out to him. Okay, I got an interesting question from uh, from the chat, and this is this is uh, I think one you guys should answer. Um, why buy Pink Point to donate to these places? Why not just donate directly to the charities? Why, okay. why, why do you need that? No, I can take this. Um, and the answer to that is, so we have this really cool, unique to us. I, I don't want to use the word proprietary because I would imply we have a trademark and we don't. But it's called Donate for Life. And you could do some research. It's donate.with.pink as a website. And what we're doing is, as Marguerite mentioned, we have different pools um, of coins that effectively take the coins out of circulation. They're one-way uh, receiving um, addresses, and they forward their stakes to whitelisted addresses, which are the recipients of our, our pools. And the cool thing about this that's unique is your donation gives in perpetuity, right? So our staking rewards are eternal in that they're going to always be giving to this cause. So you may donate X number of pink today, but that X number of pink is going to have a lasting impact because it's going to be used forever. That the, the principal balance of that pool is going to be used to gain weight on the network, and that weight is going to be used to stake pink, and we'll have eternal impact so yeah you may be able to donate the, directly to those to these organizations and that's great but it's not going to have a lasting impact the way that donating to donate for life with pink is going to have so it sounds like you guys have some sort of annuity that keeps going um hopefully my mic is better there's some people complaining about that no it's uh, but, still uh still a little grainy but yeah it, you can you can liken it to an annuity or an endowment or something of that nature that people kind of understand in the current uh, financial ecosystem. Um, yeah, it's, it's more or less like an annuity, I guess. Well, and, and also we're, um, we're just, we, I don't know if you noticed our latest advisor that we added, but he's a tax attorney. And I mean, we are so lucky that this guy is on our team and he's helping us um, start the process of becoming a 501c3, which mm -hmm. there are very few of this in the blockchain space. Um, so as of, I think this week, we will be an official nonprofit. Once all that paperwork is filed, we'll be 100% tax deductible when you make a donation to the Donate for Life pools. So it's actually really great that we're set up the way that we are because having that pool, um, the, the pools as being the center of the donation streams allows everyone to receive these tax breaks. I see. So um, you can get a tax deduction for basically donating with Pink. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's going to be 100%, and that's on our roadmap for to have an automated ledger for you. That's a receipt. <coughs> you 
keep tally of all these donations for you. And um, right, I mean, we think that's really neat because our we're starting small here, you know, with these groups that we can really have an impact with. So uh, we were just reached out, the needslist.co just reached out to us and they're another charity partner and they are a group that they support refugees and displaced people around the world. And they, these people put together a list of items that they need at the time, like right now that would help them the most. And then this organ nonprofit organization then puts this list, these different lists forward and publicly. So then you can start donating so that they can receive these items. Um, they're next on our list to start working with. So these are people where every bit that we give is gonna matter and it's gonna make an impact. And like I said, Pink is all about partnerships and, and networking. I mean, we believe that it's time for blockchain to start making, getting out into the world and making a difference, like a daily difference. Um, so it's not just sitting behind your computer screen and trading and being excited that you made you know, 50 bucks today. Now it's gonna be like, oh, like you're really changing people's lives because of this technology. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that I think that this is going to be the next really big thing in in blockchain. You're going to see a lot of groups getting together and supporting each other in this way. So I'm really excited about this new movement that's happening. And wh- where do you see this going? What's sort of your ideal scenario for your uh, crypto? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. You want to hear the answer, Marguerite? Should I? <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, Danny, I feel like you should take this one. Okay. I mean, our, our ideal scenario is that we lead the forefront of a movement that focuses on blockchain for social impact and social good. No longer will it be just about what can blockchain do for me. It's what can blockchain do to better the world. And it's a pretty lofty goal, but we think it's achievable. We think that blockchain is, is the future technology of, um, open source information, um, it's it's everything that everyone everyone wants and more and why why when you have this amazing technology would you just use it for um currency why would you just use it for value in increasing your own portfolio why not use it to improve the lives and the conditions of people everywhere it's so we, we we're looking to kind of be at the forefront of this movement and um, lead by example. That's 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 it. We're trying to lead by example and and set the tone for the rest of the industry to follow and to use the blockchain for social good. That's great. Uh, so, like the donations that you receive for the Hurricane Irma, um, is that is that like sort of in perpetuity, kind of like what you were saying? Uh, like- no, um, as Marguerite had mentioned, that was kind of uh, spontaneous, off the cuff. We realized there was a tremendous need. Mm-hmm. And no one else, no other group in crypto that was accepting crypto donations. And here we are, a bunch of people who have have been fortunate enough to benefit financially from this media, meteoric rise in, in value of, of these cryptocurrencies, yet there was no way to directly donate um, to these causes. And so we have, as a part of Pinkcoin, um, two of our developers, Brian and Devin, they have this uh, unique platform. Um, it's a trading bot called trading view or sorry called auto view that operates off trading view and so initially when we set up the hurricane harvey relief fund um we realized that we could essentially like shapeshift just automatically convert those crypto donations to bitcoin and then 
be able to liquidate Bitcoin and donate. So that was the premise that we operated off of when we first started set up or when we first set up relief.with.pink for Hurricane Harvey. And then after a little bit of uh, more thought and reaching out, realizing we needed a trusted third party for escrow, Bitrix stepped in and, and kind of handled that role for us. So it was more off the cuff. It was direct donations. Those donations aren't going to get, aren't going to be on the pink donate for life platform. Those are just, you donated uh, with crypto. They went directly to the organization. Um, no perpetuity uh, giving happening. Okay. And uh, what's sort of your emission schedule? What's sort of like the other sort of unique things? I mean, it does sound like you have this annuity thing that's maybe a little bit different. Um, any, any other sort of distinguishing yeah. uh, things about the coin that you want to talk about? Yeah, I would love to. So, I mean, the Donut for Life platform we've touched on, but as a supplemental technology for the Donut for Life platform, we have unique to Pinkcoin, um, something called side staking, where within the, the wallet itself on Mac, Windows, and Linux, there is a tab on the left-hand side that's titled side stake. And you can go in there, um, define addresses, and allocate percentages of your staking rewards to be forwarded transaction fee free list, transaction fee free um, between one and 100% to go directly to these other addresses. So you can put in there the charity fund or the education fund or the relief fund or any of these these Donate for Life funds and say, I want all of my, or 1% or 5% or 10% of, of my stakes to be forwarded directly to those addresses. So that's kind of a supplemental technology that we've built to aid in our Donate for Life platform. Um, additionally, I'm sure a lot of your users are, are familiar with proof of stake and how that works. So we're a triple hybrid. We're proof of work, proof of stake. And there's an, another uh, proof of stake that we've developed called flash proof of staking. So 20 hours of the day, we are proof of stake. So every six minutes, there's a block that has 100 coin rewards. However, four different one-hour periods throughout the day, there's what's called flash proof of stake, where we offer one-minute blocks. And these hours are spread out among peak times throughout the world. So there's um, one-minute block times and 150 coin rewards, which kind of help alleviate network congestion during those peak hours. So those are two unique concepts and technologies um, to Pinkcoin that on top, in addition to our Donate for Life concept that no one else has that's unique. And I don't know if you've uh, perused the code to find anything else, uh, Marguerite or, or JCV, if you want to add anything, but those are the two that stood out to me. Well, I, I just wanted to say that um, Pink is really focused on the gamification of philanthropy. So... And everything that we're doing, we're thinking about how can we better motivate people to want to give and how can this benefit them and how many ways can it do that? So, I mean, like right now we have a, a mobile game in development that will be uh, a feature of our mobile wallet. Maybe not in the first release, but maybe in a you know a subsequent release. We have a Twitter game that's coming that I think it might be the best Twitter game ever that's ever hit Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. And and it uses Bitcoin. Um, I mean, hey, I, I, Marguerite, you're like an expert at getting sort of interesting games viral. Uh, she's coin artist on Twitter, and she's uh, made like hundreds of puzzles, and uh, you know, gotten people just like glued to their screens for hours on end. So she's the right person to do this. So tell us about this Twitter game. What's going to happen? <laughs> I think I might get in trouble if I tell you because it's kind of like the, the guys that are building this are really, like I probably already said too much. 
Uh, about it. This is the first I'm hearing. That's so, it. It's, right. I'll just say that it's a beautiful art. It uses pink coin, and you can challenge friends to play, and it'll be very easy. And then I think at the end of the day, you can end up more pink with more pink than you started with. Okay, so. interesting, interesting. So you can sort of make bets and stuff. All right, um, so Marguerite, uh, you you approached me a, a few weeks ago and asked me if uh, if I would be interested in a scholarship for programming blockchain. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So Pink is very, um, we, we think, we're very passionate about education and we love what you're doing with your programming blockchain. So when we saw that you were doing this and putting yourself out there to do these different seminars that you're going to be doing, we thought first no. thing we want to be. So, um, so who, I know that we went through these different applicants and I'm really excited. I see that the applicants online, so I'm really excited to hear from them. But um, yeah, but yeah. We, and so I mean, do you, do you want to talk about how we decided? Well, I mean, it it, it was just very interesting because because uh, you just sort of approached me and said, "Hey, uh, we would like to offer a scholarship for your seminar," which I'm like, "Sure." Uh, <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's so, Jimmy. I mean, like, I feel like this as we. Pink is going to be building up our pools and um, our education pool. And once we have our, you know, we'll be doing fundraising and doing gamification. And hopefully soon we will have enough funds in our education pool that we can be like, hey, Jimmy, guess what? Every month that you're doing this, we want to be able to offer a scholarship because we really believe in this blockchain education that you're doing around the world. I mean, you're headed to like, what, Korea? And uh, so. Europe, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, what so what you're doing is, this. and honestly, like, we're gonna all says, "Hey, this is a great opportunity, and we should also be supporting scholarships for Jimmy's programming blockchain." Yeah, like so, what what you're doing is super unique, and the knowledge that you're spitting in these workshops, you can't find anywhere else. Like, where else can you have a a, a two day intensive on on developing on the blockchain? It just doesn't exist, really. So it, we're it, just so excited. You know, not, it's not easy finding people who know blockchain stuff. So oh, it's not. a really good thing. We need more people out there who can actually hack in this code and understand blockchain and cryptocurrency and any pieces of the you know ecosystem that some more people understand would be a really good thing. Yeah, so you're offering an incredible service to the, the whole entire ecosystem that is the blockchain. And we just want to want to help get more people that may otherwise not be able to afford the education that opportunity to to sit into one of your amazing courses and just absorb all that knowledge that you're spitting you know well uh, thank you so much you guys are like way too kind I, you guys I, I, it almost seems like you guys have seen my course or something but it's like yeah. <laughs> anyway uh joining uh, with us uh right now is uh is one of the finalists for the scholarship um ryan uh if you could unmute your mic and introduce yourself hey guys ryan here thanks for having me Okay. Well, uh, do you guys want to make the announcement? Yeah, Marguerite, go ahead. Well, Brian, so we would like to tell you that you are the recipient of the first Pink Coin Scholarship for Jimmy's Programming Blockchain Seminar that will Ooh. be on October 12th. Yeah. Awesome. Are you going to be able to make it? Yeah, I am. 
Okay, great. And uh, Ryan, what are you what are you planning to do at, with the information that you get from the seminar? What what's sort of your goal? Yeah, I guess uh, so. I've been doing a lot of uh, I've done some dev work, uh, mostly for companies and like corporate entities. So I'm really hoping to get some knowledge where I can where I can actually contribute back to open source. So. I'm like browsing through all these different kind of crypto projects, pink included, um, you know, looking at Bitcoin, other stuff. And uh, it's just like, there's so many different moving parts. So I'm hoping to like really learn the basics um, and, and then, yeah, hopefully contribute back and teach others and bring more people uh, along this like crazy blockchain roller coaster. Well, I mean, congratulations. We, we did receive a lot of applicants and, uh, and you, you did well on the programming part and, obviously sort of the social part. So um, just to give you a little bit of a preview, I have some of the material here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you just a little bit of a preview of what you're in for. So here, here you go. Don't get too this into is, it. Yeah, so this is uh, sort of uh, describing pay to pubkey hash, um, you know, basically breaking down what the, uh, the hex dump looks like of the script pubkey, uh, opdupe app, one, hash 160, and et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, we also have, uh, you know, the next slide is the actual script SIG, and you'll you'll learn all about what these things actually mean. Uh, but you know, you you basically have a stack of uh, commands that you end up um, processing one at a time. And this is what happens with Bitcoin. This is, uh, you know, opdupe duplicates the top element. Um, so this little yellow pub key thing gets duplicated. Hash 160 does a SHA-256 and a ripe MD, and that turns it sort of similar to a hash. Um, and then we do op equal verify, and those two have to match or else the entire thing just sort of short circuits. And it, assuming that's good, then the last one is sort of like op check sig, and then it checks that with this pub key and this signature, the entire transaction is, is done. So that's just sort of like a very brief preview. This is like one, one hundredth of the course, or something like that, and it, it, it's uh, you know I obviously um, talk about it in a lot more detail, but that's just sort of like a little bit of a preview for all of you guys that may have been a little more curious about what I'm offering or how I teach this stuff or how detailed it gets. Um, you know, I think I, I, I have somebody in chat that's one of my uh, former students. Um, you know, he he he's uh, now recording and sort of doing his own. Uh, you know, breaking down Bitcoin series. Um, you guys should take a look at it if you're if you're interested in learning about it, sort of with these guys. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a, it's a two day course. It's it's uh, happening in Santa Monica. I'm looking forward to meeting you, Ryan. Um, obviously, uh, you got you should thank uh, thank these guys because the, they're they're the ones that are sponsoring you, and uh, I'm sure they'll be sort of first in line to talk to you after the seminar, so. <laughs> for sure, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pink and uh, Jimmy for uh, offering this super awesome opportunity. Appreciate it. Congratulations, Ryan. For a pink t-shirt for us? Of course. <laughs> awesome. Are, we'll you gonna be at, are you gonna be at BlockCon? Uh, is that, where, is that in LA? Yes. Yeah, it's at Santa Monica right before the... Oh, uh, uh, I wasn't planning to, but yeah, I'm down. That sounds like a cool thing to do. Okay. Well, you're on the Slack, so you should hit me up after this. Sounds good. Okay. And for, for those of you watching at home that kind of saw 
what was going on in those slides and were like, what the hell is happening? This is exactly why a service like Jimmy is putting on with this programming blockchain is so valuable because this information isn't really readily available or found easily. It's really something unique that the world needs. And uh, thank you very much, Jimmy, for providing this, this service. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you guys. Um, I have a question from chat. Uh, the bad virus, he's uh, on a lot of our shows. He, he asked the Pincoin team, how much will Pincoin be worth in 12 months from now? And why, sh why should I buy $250,000 worth of it? Asking for a friend. So um, make your case, guys. Make your I mean, case. Honestly, it's so tough for us as, as people that are, that are so close to the project to speculate on any price. Like, we understand like, yeah, there's investors that want to know our thoughts, but like, we can't do that. It's really like, we, we've, we understand what's going on the day to day. We think the value is sky high. People don't probably, per probably perceive that we're, we belong where we are at a $9 million market cap or whatever. But like, just, just know that we as the development team believe that we are super undervalued and could easily be 10 to 20 X what it is now. I'm not saying to use that as investment advice, but that's just our belief in this project if that helps at all can, can i also say that so our project is 100 percent bootstrapped we have zero pre-mine and um we had no ico everything that has happened is because of the people driving the project and that is very rare these days there's not very many of these types of projects that still survive and in addition to that we have some pretty big things planned and like i don't want to I don't want to say too much because we all. Hey, we know yeah. there's a Twitter game coming. I am looking forward to that Twitter game. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, there's a Twitter <laughs> game, but we also have like some pretty big partnerships and events um, that are scheduled. And I think it's going to be something that people want to be a part of. And it may not be like, I just, I feel like people are underestimating the movement that blockchain is headed right now into social good and social giving. I feel like people think that this greed space is going to persist. But I I think everyone's going to be pleasantly surprised. Well, with, Marguerite, uh, how long was that list of projects that you uh, you sourced on through Twitter? Oh, my gosh. But it I'm was really long. Yeah, I, I don't have it in front of me, but it's, it's very It's got to be like 30, 30 entities and, and projects. I'm adding more. I'm adding more every day. Um, yeah. And these are, these are speak, these, these, I'm collecting this list as a speaking so we're putting together a very big event on january 13th in los angeles um we already have some um celebrities and headliners uh that we're going to really we're going to announce this a little bit later but um we're really excited to elevate these projects that are working so hard and so stay tuned for that yeah we're also uh co-sponsoring with with a, cri a crypto that you might have heard of we'll probably announce that later too yes can I add one Anything thing? Anything else you guys want to plug? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't actually think 12, uh, that 12 months is a very, to me, that's a very short horizon. I'm not interested in the price of most cryptocurrencies on the 12 month range. Because I think, honestly, you can stay pretty low over a 12 month range really easily. And it's almost not interesting in the sense that, you know, some of these coins would like both pink and there's other coins too that I think will be around for a while. And so I can't, I think their prices are going to be more interesting in a month on a slightly longer horizon than 12 months. 
Yeah, come talk to us about five years. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be around for 10, 15, well, 20 years. If you're interested in like volatility trading, you know, which some people are, you know, enjoy that, I guess, but I don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, also keep in mind that we're targeting, we're targeting mainstream. I mean, we're, we're putting out a very friendly mainstream mobile wallet and we want to appeal to the masses about blockchain as being a friendly, engaging space. That, that hurts every punk rock instinct I have. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the population still isn't even in crypto. Like we're targeting that ninety-nine percent. We want to be their their entry point, their gateway to crypto, and we welcome you with open arms. Come find us. Good stuff. Anything else that you guys want to uh, talk about? Maybe how people can sort of like suggest charities to you guys. Um, what you where you guys publish on Twitter? How you choose? Um, sort of where to go next with uh, the charitable uh, efforts? Well, I've, I've opened my DMs so on Twitter. Um, so it's mm -hmm. coin underscore artist. So if anyone has anything they want to suggest to me, you feel free to. I respond to just about all of my DMs. Um, we're also our Slack, slack.with.pink. Um, I don't think you can find a more friendly community. So Yeah, we pride ourselves in that. Um, yeah, we're, we're, I guess to your point about uh, how they can suggest projects, so just a little history and where we're at now. Currently, it's been just our development team finding, uh, sourcing projects that we're working with and kind of voting on them internally. But as we grow and we expect to grow, we'll definitely need some sort of voting mechanism in place to, um, to fairly pick these projects as they, as they become more... Um, they make themselves known like it's been over the last two months there's been quite a few projects that have come to us asking us for um not necessarily assistance but partnerships uh with their with their projects and so we understand that we'll need to adapt and and co come to some sort of voting mechanism that's consensus based that's fair as opposed to just um our development team because prior prior to recently it's been us sourcing the projects and and voting on them internally, whereas we understand that model is going to change and there'll be some need, need for change. All right, great. Um, okay, any other sort of URLs or where can people find you? Ryan, you can you can say something if you want about like where, uh, where people can find you on Twitter, how they can win these scholarships, I guess. Yeah, so uh, I'll just list off a grip of, uh, <laughs> grip of links. So we're, we're with... We're pretty much dominating the with.pink uh, domain. So there's our main website is getstarted.with.pink. We have the donate.with.pink, the relief.with.pink, and that's um, we're going to continue that in the future, but right now it's kind of dormant because Irma fundraising is over. We have um, slack.with.pink, which is our Slack. We are coming out with this. We have shop.with.pink, which is our um, our store. We're coming out with this mobile wallet. Um, we're coming up with this cool little tiny pink pie that's the size of maybe or smaller than an iPhone. Um, so you'll be able to stake uh, without having to use your computer's resources just on this small device. We're accepting pre-orders at um, our shop.with.pink website. And uh, our Twitter is at pinkcoin underscore. All right, great. Um, any other things to add, John or Marguerite? 
Well, I was going to say people should um, feel free to t come and talk to us about code too, not <laughs> not just the you know ideas for charity stuff. We'd love to yeah. hear from hackers and things like that. You know, people who want to do code or get involved in code. I, you know, all about getting people started and teaching people some of this stuff too. You don't have to be a, you know, you don't have to be the C plus plus wizard who's been staring at that the monstrosity that is some of, you know, the overall blob of cryptocurrency code out there for years to be able to actually get involved and start and make change and learn how some of this stuff works. You know, there's all sorts of little contributions people can make and that can quickly turn into people who can actually do, you know, significant contributions. And like, I'm very happy to, you know, even help relatively early on people in it to figure out what's going on and how they can write code for this. Yeah, but uh, getting developers is uh, is the key to all these things, it seems like. Um, anything to add, Marguerite? No, Jimmy, I'm just really excited to hang out with you at BlockCon and start our next leg of adventure here. Oh, yeah. Uh, now that Marguerite yeah. mentioned BlockCon, we're going to be at BlockCon. I'll be speaking along with uh, Jeremy Bettinger, our CTO and wallet dev um, and co-founder. And uh, that'll be October 10th and 11th, next Tuesday and Wednesday, Santa Monica, Los Angeles, at the, I guess, uh, Airspace Museum. Um, so come check us out. We'll have a booth. I'll be speaking. And we're really, uh, really welcoming in our Slack. Also, a uh, recap of earlier, I think JCV mentioned these are two real, uh, real big hot topics in crypto, uh, SegWit, Atomic Swaps. We'll be looking, looking toward that, um, exploring that, op that option. We hope to uh, to be there. Well, and yeah, yeah. Also, I Go think like, you know, uh, JCV's ready on our. He's ready to advocate and teach anyone that's interested in blockchain. Like that's that's an obvious passion for him. So anyone that wants to get acclimated to the space, like Pink is a really great st place to start. Yeah, the, the the best thing is that you know when people who I've taught other you know things when I see them telling people how to do things that I had to you know, give them trouble about doing for a long time before. Once you see them start repeating those things and, you know, being in the right place is always awesome. So I yeah, JCP is legit. He, he's done uh, BTCD and that's, that, that's one of the cleanest code bases I've ever seen. So, um, you know, like take advantage of that. If you, if you want to learn um, that, that may be an avenue. Uh, Ryan, anything to add? Do you, are you, uh, do you want to say anything? I was, you said, uh, I can plug my Twitter, but I'm not going to do that. You guys should just follow Jimmy and these pink guys. They're way more interesting than me. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you know, every, anyone that's kind of interested, don't be afraid to, you know, get involved. Uh, apply to like random scholarships. You never know. You might, you might, you might win. Um, and then, yeah, thanks again, guys, to the pink guys uh, for giving me this opportunity and for Jimmy for uh, these awesome courses that he's teaching. So I'm really excited to meet you guys all um, in LA. Yeah, and I, I'm also speaking at uh, BlockCon. There's going to be a lot of other people speaking at BlockCon. It's uh, an extremely well-attended event. I think Tone Bays is definitely speaking there. He has his own uh, own seminar, trading seminar that he's going to do. Uh, a lot of people are going to be there. So if you're in the LA area, it might be a good one to yeah. go and check it's out. It's not just like blockchain people, too. It's like you got venture capitalists like Jason Calacanis. Mm -hmm. there's, mm -hmm. there's a whole, whole slew of people. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, It'll, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there because uh, it, it's a really packed speaking uh, speaker panel. So um, 
it'll be fun. Anyway, uh, thank you all for being here. Um, I, I, I enjoyed uh, talking to you guys. I like having panels. I'm looking forward to what you guys are doing. Looking forward to meeting you, Ryan. Um, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and you know, get get ready for next week because that's that's when all this stuff starts. Uh, I, I, one week from today is when BlockCon is. Um, nine days from today is my seminar. So uh, good stuff. Um, and we are going to sign off with my sign off, which is uh, this song is done.